0: When Donna presents her painting of The Last Supper, Who is Jesus? Answer at the end of the episode.
1: The citizens of Pawnee.
0: I'm Kurt Happley, and I just realized I'm not holding my microphone. And I will call my new Italian fast casual eatery, The Locale, Calzone, Zone. You can trust me. Because I don't care enough about you to lie. Everything I do is the attitude of an award winner because I've won an award. I made my money the old-fashioned way. I got run over by a Lexus! Hello! Welcome to Citizen to Pawnee, a Parks and Recreation podcast where I discuss anything and everything from character breakdowns to episode rewatches as well as some other trivia and tidbits about the show. My name is Brian, and I'll be your host. This is episode number 87, being recorded Friday, August 1st, 2023. And today, we're going to be covering Season 3, Episode 2, Flu Season. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email citizensapawney at gmail.com. You can also follow on Instagram at podcast, as well as my other page at Parks Rec. Memes. And just a reminder that this podcast will have full spoilers for the entire series. What is up everyone? You probably heard in my intro, I said we're going to be covering season three, episode three, flu season. Uh, That's right. I am here with my older brother. He is also the best player on my Angry Birds clan. It's Rob. How are you, Rob? I'm great. How are you doing, everybody?
1: It's good to be here. First time for everything.
0: Yeah so um you are one of the uh, I, I like to consider there's like three or four people who got me into parks and rec you are one of them um really yeah actually it was uh, my buddy chris my buddy eric you know eric and then um eric was the first one uh my buddy swick also i don't think any of these people listen so i don't know why i'm name dropping them but you were the one who actually started buying the dvds and told me on netflix you got to check this show out So I started watching it on, I don't know, probably season three or four or whatever, and it was like, yeah, this show is fucking incredible, and I appreciate you introducing me to this show. So, before we get into uh, any other stuff, let's talk about you and Parks and Rec. I
1: can't remember that at all. You're more obsessed with the show than I am. I love the show, but you are... Seems like it would have been the opposite way around. Yeah, I've I've taken it That's awesome. I just can't remember why I got into it. I mean, it's a great show, but why did I?
0: I, you know, it's like, first of all, the question that I, uh, you know, everyone's got to know, who's your favorite character on Parks and Rec and why?
1: There's so many great characters. You know, I would say Ron Swanson right off, because, I mean, do I really have to explain it? The guy's great. I mean, he just has the... F.U. attitude pretty much for everything and just you know man I think a lot of people wish they had that kind of attitude more
0: absolutely yeah I uh, as everyone on the show knows my favorite character is Ben Wyatt but I (sighs) have always said that I think Andy is the funniest character on the show because Chris Pratt has the best deliveries and Andy is such a doofus character who thinks everything he's doing is like he doesn't he's not one of these assholes that's just like, no fuck you, you know, like what I'm doing is right. Andy in a nice way always thinks he's correct, but he's an idiot. Like when he ta- when they're talking about healthy foods and he tells Donna that a crackle bar is healthy because it has rice in it. <laughs> and she's just like, oh Andy, you're simple or you're five which yeah, is yeah. simple.
1: He's just cause he's just got a great heart. But he mm. and he plays an idiot so well. Like I mean like, you never are, like, ah, uh, you know, rolling your eyes at him about it. It's, it's just, like, everything on that show. And, you know, I'm thinking about, like, when April and him just, uh, they got uh, Jerry there, and they're, you know, playing out the uh, the thing where he jumps through the window. Yeah, they am
0: bucket list. <laughs> And he's like, can I go home? Gail's waiting for me for dinner. Yeah, he's, it's, yeah, that Andy. Where are all the faces? Yeah, Andy, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, when he goes to the, the Grand Canyon. And that's that's the thing, actually. You wonder with that team, because his bucket list either says the Grand Canyon or Mount Rushmore. So I wonder if even when Andy wrote down the Grand Canyon, he got that confused with Mount Rushmore. And that's why he was like, where where are the faces? Oh, I'm I'm guaranteeing it. Because I bet you a lot of people in general just confuse that stuff. It's sad to say but yeah that's just another great andy dwyer oh yeah all right well uh some other exciting things going on in life um my street was finally paved it was pretty exciting because uh two weeks ago the the guys came out and they started ripping up the street and they they got like our whole subdivision in like a day so we were like fuck yeah dude it's like hell yeah this is gonna be done like in a couple days and then we got a week of 100 degree weather and then Another week went by, and they finally got it done. So, like two and a half weeks later, we're ready to rock. Um, uh, last thing, actually, before filler, we have a fantasy football draft coming up this weekend. Rob, I so nervous. You have the number one pick, man. Yep. Can you reveal this? This episode will come out after the draft, and I won't tell anyone. So, I mean, who do you think I'm going to pick? He's going to take Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I guess so. Uh,
1: <laughs> makes sense, but he'll probably get injured. It's my luck every season. Don't
0: don't you just love how excited this guy is with the number one pick?
1: Remember last year how my number one pick went? Who
0: did you have? Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, right? and yeah. I
1: lost eleven games in a row straight,
0: <laughs> straight. Yeah, I don't it, like. I don't at a season like that. I don't talk about sports that often on this show, but since I have a guest, and also speaking of fantasy baseball. Uh, listener of this show Elf from Melmac and also Rob right here are uh, gonna make the playoffs uh, the two of them Uh, we actually this is the first year our league went down to 10 teams so only four teams make it I am the fifth team of course and uh, Rob and Elf have uh, kicked my ass uh, into fifth place and I will not catch them so that sucks so let's do some filler everything he's saying is nonsense and he's fooling them Okay, so again, if you're unfamiliar with the show, Filler is just a segment, literally exactly what it sounds, where I bullshit and I kill time and I just talk about things that have nothing to do with Parks and Rec. Uh, it's usually whatever movie or TV show I've been watching. And talk talked to Rob, he watched this movie as well and I just watched it, it's kinda new. We're gonna talk about Transformers, The Rise of the Beasts, uh, the, I don't wanna say brand new, it's been out for a couple months, like to stream. Brand new. Okay, yeah, I guess brand new. So, uh, what'd you think of this movie?
1: I had no intentions to watch it at all. I've just kind of lost interest in Transformers, but it came out and I watched it and I really enjoyed it. Way more than I thought I was. I, I
0: was the same way. And the I'm going to say, and the, I think this goes without saying, everyone knows this who has seen these movies. The Transformers movies, the Godzilla movies, take the stupid ass humans out of it And you've got great movies. You've got even better movies. I know that goes without saying, but like in Transformers, these things are essentially humans. So you don't need the, like in Godzilla, Godzilla and King Kong can't talk. These Transformers are basically humans, (laughs) you know? So it's like, you don't need the stupid human aspect.
1: That's why the Planet of the Ape movies were great, in my opinion, because they revolved them around the apes. You're talking about like the newer ones. Yeah, the Fox ones, you know, the the three of them were Caesar. The ape was played by Andy Serkis, who was just great. Uh, but still, it, it it does have the humans in there, but it still sticks to them the whole time. Even in the second one, when it comes there, it's 10 years later and it's all about them. Then, of course, it wanders back in there. But, you know, that's cool, though, in The Rise of Beast, uh, the apes and the all the animals that are in there that are transformed. Well, they're not Transformers. They're a type of... Whatever they are. It was
0: like Beast Wars. I think that's what that line was called. But yes, they they still are under the Transformers, you know, in that franchise. And uh... Yeah,
1: because they had them in the cartoons from the original. I, I remember the toys and all that stuff. God, we had great childhoods with all that stuff
0: oh yeah so (laughs) this movie like again i i enjoyed this movie i thought it was uh again like a lot of the human stuff was just like who cares and i feel like i've seen this transformers movie uh the first movie actually because it's like the same shit like there's a key that the decepticons are looking for and the humans maybe have it and i don't care about any of that the CGI in this movie was fucking awesome, as it always is. Because I remember when the first Transformers movie came out, like, our minds were blown how good that looked.
1: Just the battle at the end. Like a uh, like Lord of the Rings type of battle with the Transformers, which I don't really think that they had anything like that in they, any other they ones. They
0: did it in, in the very beginning of Bumblebee, maybe. Remember, there, it was when, like on Cybertron. On
1: Cybertron, but still, like, on, like... And like in a long scene, yeah. like I was actually, was a very long I movie. was impressed by that. Like it just, uh, cause I was like, wow, I don't think I had seen all this in any of the other movies, just good battle. And yeah, yeah, of course the CGI has gotten way better.
0: I thought, well, what I thought was kind of funny about that final battle though, is that it's essentially like, if you've seen Endgame, you've got those like outrider type things. They're Thanos's little like dogs basically that just kind of run out and attack. So there was a bunch of robots like that. But the the good guys only had essentially six robots. And it's like you're watching the battle and you're like, "What? who the fuck are they fighting way in the background <laughs> where you can still see bombs yeah. and shit? It's like, I can see all six of the <laughs> Autobots here. Who are these guys in the yeah, back fighting? Okay. Um, Pete Davidson I thought was awesome as Mirage. You know, because obviously Pete Davidson. I didn't even was... know
1: who did the... I didn't even look who played uh, the Transformers, so that's there cool. were
0: There were two or three of them that I, I pegged right away. One of the guys is from uh, Ted Lasso. You don't watch that, right?
1: No, but I might know the actor.
0: Uh, I forgot his name. He plays Danny Rojas on the show, but... Um... <laughs> Yeah, anyway. And then I think Michelle Yeoh might have been the voice of the giant bird. She's in the everything everywhere.
1: Oh, no, was. she's in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in everything. She was in everywhere. that Witcher prequel she and was she in was in, in
0: Shang-Chi too.
1: She was she in Sunshine. The yeah. She's dude, she's in everything. <laughs> she's a great actor. She is.
0: So, I don't know, like where where would you where would you put this one? Like if you were to I don't know, because, wait, actually, maybe you can answer Fourth,
1: this. if I would put it right behind the last Shia LaBeouf one, because the Mark Wahlberg ones, so, like, the fourth way, way one, the on. daughter and the boyfriend just ruin the movie, and they kill off, what's his name, uh, TJ Walker, right or Miller, right away. I mean, like, he's just funny and fun and mm-hmm. whatever, and then, like, nobody cared about the fifth one. It was just long, weird, and, you know, kind of felt like it was going nowhere, and uh yeah.
0: So there's five of those ones, right? And then there's Bumblebee and two Mark
1: walbers oh Bumblebee two. Okay. I still yeah, Bumblebee's better than both those. Bumblebee, Mar- I, Bumblebee I think ones. is what
0: is I would probably say my favorite one is the original, then oh, probably yeah, Bumblebee, yeah. then maybe Beast mm-hmm. Wars and then probably like two and three. I just I got kinda tired of Shia LaBeouf. To
1: I just liked him. See he just you see how it just they the Mark Walbert ones. They made a billion what do dollars. What do you mean, bro? Oh, are you about? but they what made a about? Dude, They made a billion dollars worldwide, and they only made like a hundred and something million dollars here at home because everybody was sick of it here. And then the next one just whoop, you know. But the the three those ones were they made tons of money. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, what, what do you think, man? Well, Mark you know, Wahlberg so, is oh, a good oh, oh, actor, oh, but oh, like oh. he's just not like that impulsive crazy person like Shia LaBeouf was. He just reacted like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like was good at it.
0: Shia so. LaBeouf reminds me of like a younger Vince Vaughn. Like what? How? Like when he was on the scene with like Dodge Bones. Just like really quippy, had like a comeback for everything. And,
1: yeah, yeah. is the movie that made Vince Vaughn huge for a little while there.
0: Absolutely. Cool. All right, well, um, let's go ahead and jump into this episode then. Okay, season three, episode two, flu season. Directed by Wendy Stansler, written by Norm Hiscock. So here is your cold open. We're at the hospital where Anne works. We start off with a voiceover from Ann Perkins telling us about the crazy flu that is going around Pawnee. To make things worse, one of the patients is April.
1: I want another nurse. Well, there are none. We're stretched pretty thin right now. Then I want a janitor. They can do what you do, right? Yep. Nurses and janitors are totally interchangeable. Except no one dresses up like a janitor when they want to be slutty. I get the sense that maybe you're angry at me for kissing Andy. No, I'm not. What are you talking about? That's crazy. And that you think it might be fun to take it out on me. Please don't do that.
0: Do? I can't do anything. I'm sick. Okay, so then, of course, you can't see it, obviously, because it's audio. But uh, once Anne's walking out of the room, April starts buzzing the thing right again. And Anne looks back and the blanket is on the floor just because April is being... A pain in the ass so the episode starts off with Leslie Ben and Tom seeing if JJ's diner will be a part of the Harvest Festival she says they need 80 local vendors to sign up she also says that her allergies are acting up and that's why she's already thrown up five times today uh, JJ says that um, I'm sorry JJ says that he is in And he says that on account of Leslie literally spending $1,000 on waffles alone last year.
1: Well, he says, he says, you are my favorite customer. And she says, oh, you say that to everyone. He goes, no. You literally spent $1,000 alone on waffles
0: yeah, How year. does he attract that? That's what I love. It's like, I mean, maybe it's a small,
1: thing, it's a I small know, town, though. Like, you just, because probably someone's like, do you realize that she spent this much so, money? It's
0: just hilarious because I imagine there being one of those charts in the background, you know, where you're filling it in as you get more. And it's like, every time Leslie, when she gets to 1000 it's like, hey. you Dude, know,
1: that's but, just hilarious. So only on waffles. Like,
0: only on waffles. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So, all right, so we are back at the hospital. Ron visits April and gives her a, he gives her some girly stuff, which is a bag of magazines and lipsticks. And um, she mentions to him that if sorry, that if he sees Andy, don't tell him that I'm here. So it's like one of those like kind of wink-wink things, you know, like April wants ron to tell andy that she's there um i also real quick i just wanted to point out i love how april was like oh thanks ron my parents just gave me that and she points to the giant fucking Jake teddy,
1: teddy bear. bear yeah
0: and like <laughs> let me tell you folks unless you're buying a gift for kids teddy bears are fucking worthless seriously they're like they're cool they're nice they're big and everything but what the hell are you gonna do with a teddy bear give someone cash if they're sick they would like it a lot more um he stops her though and uh he says that he doesn't want to get involved He tells us in a talking head that life is easier if you don't get involved. Then he gives us a great story about how he once worked with a guy for three years and never learned the guy's name.
1: The guy's still my best friend.
0: (laughs) We still never talk sometimes. That's, that's I, one of my favorite, Best Ron's, friend like, I ever had. like when Ron gives his talking head stories about like his, his career. But he's just smiling
1: when he says it though. Well, he oh is, yeah. It's just but I, of, I
0: just, again, like whenever he talks about work, like the one, when he's talking about, he was like the foreman of his warehouse when he was like nine years old or whatever. He's just like,
1: yeah, he's like, I had to drop the girl off at like the dance or something. Cause I
0: had to be at the mill. <laughs> it's so good. All right. So we cut over to city hall. Leslie's holding a conference call, but with Donna, Jerry, and Tom, who are in the next room, they refuse to meet face-to-face with her because she's sick. So, this is actually, like, petty Leslie, if you will, because they're all, you know, they just don't want to get sick. They're telling her to go. Yeah. So she starts uh, disgustingly <laughs> licking and spitting on oh, Jerry's thing. You
1: forgot. Yours. Donna, barricade the door. Yeah. I'm coming in. <laughs> she just,
0: yeah, I love that Donna just stands there. Oh, well, just like, no, Jerry. No.
1: Oh, no. Hey, uh, Leslie. She's, like, oh,
0: she's gunking <laughs> up my stuff. It's so disgusting, though. And of course, it's got to be Jerry's stuff. He's like
1: no. licks it and puts it on the well, screen. Well,
0: she act, Yeah, she licks her hand and just starts <laughs> rubbing the well, screen. Well, on the screen, like the way yeah. from behind. She licks his mug. It's yeah. disgusting. So,
1: oh, it's um, great, though.
0: Um, and actually that's kind of foreshadowing we will we will see this in flu season two uh when jerry gets sick and they make him go in the other room instead of just letting him go home (laughs) he's like leslie i just want to go home shut up jerry
1: and you think about the episode where like they have all where april screws up and they have all the people coming in and they need need all hands on decks can i do anything actually jerry you can actually (laughs)
0: She's like, you take know what, man, me. we're good. You can leave early if you want. And that's because I just talked about 94 meetings a few weeks ago. The fact that His he face trusts face. Andy over Jerry. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, come on. Jerry is at least kind of competent. And then you got Andy. He's like, uh, I think I promised like a new boat to someone or whatever. And the woman's like, can you fix just one of the swings? He's like, mm because he doesn't he can't say yes or no so he's just doing stupid (laughs) things all right let's move on all right so um we're back at the hospital uh chris is there uh, which is actually a funny reveal because ann walks by and you just see a guy in the background like kind of like it looks like he's sniffing his foot but he's stretching and then all of a sudden the foot goes on you're like oh it's chris (laughs) he does have a mask on though because he's in a hospital And he explains to us that his body is like a microchip and that the flu is like a grain of sand that could shut down his entire body. Um, You know, yeah, how it works for most humans. (laughs) I love how Chris makes it seem like we don't get sick. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, we fucking know, dude. So Anne has a great dad joke, though, when she says, my body's like a chip, too. A potato chip. (laughs) Good stuff. All right. So uh, then Chris reminds her of their upcoming date and then leaves. She has a great talking head
1: we've been on a couple of dates i really like him the problem is he's like a perfect human man i can't find one flaw there was one time i thought he farted but it was me
0: all right so rob i gotta ask have you ever farted and not known if it was you or not (laughs) no (laughs) really it's a, it's a pretty bold proclamation but I, yeah, yeah, I know I'm just, It's <laughs> like the, um, Family good thing, Guy Good
1: thing is I can't smell it no more
0: Remember Family Guy When Peter's like The first time he farted He's just sitting there He's like The hell was that <laughs> He's got like The hippie sideburns And shit So good Alright um, We cut back to City Hall Ronder, uh, sorry, Ron wonders What he'll do without April holding down the fort And keeping people away He wants someone Who is careless And apathetic And thinks he's found The perfect person so naturally, we cut over to the shoe shine stand and we see Andy with his new invention, Super Straw. Rob with Super Straw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, what is it, like ten, like 10 straws? I would say it's put, probably like 30. Put He's into like one just, feet, but... and drinking, drinking in, out of a glass off the ground while Ron just sits there and smiles. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you, <laughs> like, you know what's funny, though? So... I love when Andy is sucking on the straw. And you can see his cheek.
1: his smile too. He's just smiling. Well, yeah, he's very and he's happy. sucking in. But <laughs>
0: this reminds me of how people in Pawnee drink from the water fountains. Remember yeah. they put their entire mouth over it. But they... it's
1: like, it, but it like when we were kids, we used to do the straw thing, and you had to kind of suck a little harder because the straws kind of left that little yeah. dent, yeah. so you're sucking more air in. But no, yeah, it's just a great area. And then Chris just keeps hanging up on everybody. <laughs> I mean, Andy, sorry.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, Ron's reaction is great because he just does this, he just gives this giant smile, like, yep, this is my guy. So, all right, so he has Andy come into the office and just says, do your thing (laughs) because he knows, (laughs) um, yeah, he knows that Andy's gonna be just as bad, if not worse than April. So, uh, we cut over to Leslie's office. She is now shivering and wearing a parka because she's obviously gotten a lot sicker. Ben and Chris find out that she's sick and force her to go to the hospital. But
1: it's real fast. I don't mean to cut you off. It's just that Ben walks in and then Chris is like, "Are you sick? Is she sick? I can't be sick." Yeah. And Tom's over with the mask on, spray spraying. No, his no, 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 no. I'll his...
0: Explain what he's got on his he's head. He's
1: got a like an old school like motorcycle helmet from like Mad Max <laughs> one and he's <laughs> he's using the spray uh thing on himself. I love like, it
0: because he's got the gloves on the gloves, too. He got the and he's gloves. got he has um a windshield wiper. Does it isn't there a Wiper, like on the front of his I
1: don't I don't know but it's just like it's such an old school like where did you get that from that's, you know that's like, what I you know? was going like,
0: to ask why does Tom have a motorcycle on it?
1: like of like that, like like
0: that kind of one no, though Yeah, just, it's it is it's like an old school yeah. like yeah, it looks like a bubble on his head Yeah I know like it's just she's like, like she
1: is sick you know yeah. just you you forget that they share the same office it, so many times
0: yeah. it, it is funny because yeah be, before Leslie becomes a city councilor you forget that her and Tom are office mates. Yeah And it's like, it really brings you back down, kind of letting you know that it's like Leslie's not quite there yet. She's still just on Tom's level, basically. That's why he's always going with her to do all this shit. So, Leslie insists that she stay, saying that if her presentation later doesn't go well, then the Harvest Fest will fail. Then comes one of the most famous lines in Parks and Rec history, and uh, that is the one with Chris Pratt. Where he says, Leslie, I typed your symptoms into the spot here. And it says, you could have network connectivity problems. (laughs) I know I say that all the time. Just in case you haven't seen the episode, that's how Andy reads connectivity. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this is uh, one of the famous lines because this part was actually improv by Chris Pratt. And the creator of the show, Michael Shore, said that he was so mad when he heard that because he said that is like, the greatest line he's ever heard someone come up with. And he's like, I'm a fucking comedy writer and I don't come up with stuff that good. <laughs> so uh, we cut over to the hospital. Leslie has a temperature of 104 degrees. So Anne admits her. Ben assures her that he and Tom will take care of the presentation. Leslie says that it's not that I don't trust Ben. It's that I have no faith in him. Also, I'm starting to forget who Ben is. So at this point, Leslie is, um, she's like borderline hallucinating, like yeah, she's um yeah, she's just saying, can't, an, a bunch can't of answer
1: the or uh, uh put the phone down. She just drops it yeah. after she's on there. Can't hang it up. And That's then what uh, she
0: she, say. she says to Anne or something. She's like, oh yeah, could you could I do this if I was sick? And she's just sitting in her yeah. chair and she, doing absolutely yeah, nothing. she's and like, Lexi. what are you what are like, you, what are you doing? doing? She's like, I'm not doing cartwheels. Yeah. or jumping <laughs> or whatever it is. No, she says cartwheels. Yeah, she's just fucking sitting there like a like a <laughs> vegetable. It's great. All right. So um, we cut over to Tom and Ben. Tom decides out of nowhere that he's just going to leave and he's going to go to the local spa saying that Ben promised Leslie he'd help. Tom didn't. So this is your typical Tom Haverford move. You will find out that it's, it's for a good reason, but why doesn't he just fucking tell Ben what he's going to do? I think it's just because he wants Ben to be a smart ass back to him so he can be like, nope this is what I did. And we'll get to that.
1: But... Well, his character is just the worst though. Like he's just the worst. You just don't care. He, no, Tom, Tom
0: <laughs> is very self-serving. I talk about that on the show all the time. Everyone knows my hatred for Tom. And not oh. hatred. He's a wonderful character. But like, if this guy was my friend. Oh, be
1: like, he I wouldn't be man. <laughs> but like just all the jokes he's cracking there. Did I mention he's a racist? He's like, he's like,
0: hey, <laughs> he's like uh, <laughs> would you rather have a kangaroo pouch on the back or be the kangaroo? And the guy's like, uh... Uh, Mama Bear with the kangaroo inside. Oh, I forgot to tell you, though. The kangaroo's racist. And then they all die laughing. Yeah, and he's like,
1: ah, ah! <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. It's so
0: and stupid. It's just the way he talks, too. I love it. He's just like, those three old guys over there were just sitting boiling in water. I just love that he talks about humans <laughs> boiling in water. He's just thinking, like, food. <laughs> all right, so um, <clears throat> we quickly then see a little bit of uh, more of Andy's ineptitude as he accidentally uh, he yeah, hangs up on someone he's trying to transfer a call and. Yeah, he, he, Rob just gave me the four side, meaning, yeah, he hangs up on, like, four or five different Ron, people. Ron, yeah. I did it again. Well, and you know what? Actually, no, we'll, <laughs> I'll wait till I get to that part. So, all right, so we're uh, back at the hospital. More of April deliberately pissing off Anne by constantly pressing the help button, which is man, the... You know, uh, Anne tells us that she's just going to ignore it, and she's going to go snap a bunch of uh, tongue depressors in a closet somewhere. <laughs> Uh, Over to Leslie's room, who was on the phone with Ben going over the presentation. She doesn't seem too confident in him, but he assures her it's fine. Back over to Ron and Andy. I am starving. I haven't had lunch since yesterday, so I'm going to head over to Callahan's. Oh, no, 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 don't go there. They totally skimp on pickles. Let me go
1: to Big Head Joe's for you. They have the most insane burritos. I don't much go for ethnic food. Trust me, they have one that's called the Meat Tornado. Literally
0: killed a guy last year. You had me at meat tornado.
1: It literally killed a man last year. That
0: is, I I love telling people that line because it's just it's so funny. You Again, you how he has to brag about this place because they killed a human. It's like, and he just says it in passing. Like, no, no, no. Let me go to Fathead Joe's. They got this burrito. Killed a guy last year. You know, the
1: meat tornado. The meat
0: tornado. Yeah. And I, I love that the reason Ron... Or no, no, no. The reason that Andy doesn't want to go to the other place is because they skimp on pickles. Yeah. It's like, no, like, no, no. They skimp on pickles. You've got to go to Fathead Joe's. They got this thing called the Meat Tornado. And they're
1: sitting there talking, and it's like the first time Chris Pratt, or Andy Dwyer... They're talking about football, and it actually sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna get. To okay, I'm, so, yeah, I'm sorry. know be
0: because there's a lot of football talk on this show, and I love it because obviously huge football fan. Um, back at the hospital, Leslie tries to convince Anne that she's feeling better. and yells at Leslie, saying, "I'll strap you down if I have to," which gets her to lay back down. And this is like Anne's literally spraying water in her face, like treating her like she's a cat, like get off the table, <laughs> shit like that. Um, we go back over to the spa. We see Tom, Sh- okay, so this is what I was talking about. We see Tom schmoozing with a group of old wrinkly dudes. He's asking them stupid hypothetical questions. That's what we were talking about. You know, would you rather have this or that? Like just getting these guys kind of like, like I said, he's schmoozing. He's trying to get these guys like on his side, everything like that. Um, this scene though, like right now, we have no idea where it's going. So it's kind of like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, Why did he leave? All right, we cut back to the hospital. We see that the healthiest man alive, Chris Traeger, has fallen to the flu and and he is so funny because he's just like a little kid he claims that he has no fat in his body to protect him from this virus so again just chris traeger thinking that he is a different kind of human than everyone else all right so now this is what rob was just talking about we cut over to ron and andy who are talking about the indianapolis colts as they eat their lunches so again rob shout out to you and also shout out to my teammate mike uh, we are big fantasy football heads, and on this show, they talk about the Indianapolis Colts a lot. Uh, speaking of Rob, actually, right when the show started, said his first pick, Jonathan Taylor, got hurt last year. Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Mike and I have had Andrew Luck many times. We've had Reggie Wayne many times. Uh, they talk about, which is kind of funny though, two guys that I don't think we ever had: Pierre Garcon and Austin Collie. Do you remember these guys? Yeah, yeah. I totally. think I had
1: Austin Collie for maybe five seconds. Like when he was old. Yeah. But never in their prime. You're right about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think... Yeah, Pierre Garçon, actually, when he went to uh, the Redskins, I think he actually became... Well, they're called the the Commanders now, but I think he Horrible was... Horrible name. It was just a dumb name, but um, <laughs> better than the Washington football team. Though. I
1: still give the Guardians. That's a good name for at least the Indians if you're going to change it to something. Well, Samba. they were smart
0: because they just had to change the first few letters. Yeah, they yeah. E you're, right, and, you're right, you're yeah, right. So yeah. it was kind of good. All right, so anyway... Um, Yeah, and they talk about the wonderful draft history of the Coats. The Coats, the Colts. Andy then suggests that they play catch in the parking lot.
1: Can you? You just forgot that You are full of uh, ideas here. When he's just like, we should uh, go play catch and burn calories off. You Wait. are. Uh, what is he? A he's like. He's like. You're, you are. are yeah. Like, whatever a he a says is like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Rod. So. I, oh, and I forgot to mention. Actually, no. I keep jumping around. No, we will come back to that. All right. So outside, though, we get one of the funniest Ron moments in my opinion, and I know Rob, you love this one too because we have talked about this before. So. Andy and Ron are playing catch in the parking lot. You want to talk about this?
1: And um, it's a, a slant pass. Andy goes for it. Ron throws it. And he uh, Andy goes over the car, sets the alarm off, and he takes off. And Ron starts running after him and just gives out this laugh like you've never heard before. <laughs> and he's like, Andy, wait up! <laughs> the way he yeah. runs too though yeah, yeah, His no.
0: arms like Imagine your arms being out Like you know Like you're in a Christ position But put your elbows down And then just kind of Kick your legs back Like up at the It's so hey, and you wait up Yeah so, it's just a
1: uh, A time where you see uh, the uh the funny character that he is kind of at times, yeah. you know, a smile and well, a it's, goofball. It's, we, were,
0: we were talking a little bit about, before we started recording this, about how Ron loves puzzles and he loves <laughs> scavenger hunts and whatnot. So, yes, yeah, so when you, like that kind of stuff, when He's, you see the stuff that Ron actually does enjoy. That
1: thing, that thing, uh, uh, do, do that for me do that for me next year when he's like, she's like, no, I, first birthday. Remember? Oh when yeah. Scaven- yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he's just like, no, he's like on the door kind yeah, of he's like, like, he's hanging like, on the he's, door like he's like, oh. I, I want to do it for me. You know? Yeah. Like, so
0: we're, we're talking about, yeah, in season five or six, whatever that is when they do the scavenger hunt and Ron's like, Hey, for my uh, birthday next year, could you maybe do that? You know, cause he doesn't want Leslie to know that he likes it, but he actually does. So, all right. So we are back at the hospital now where April continues to use her buzzer for Anne. However, this time she actually needs flu medicine because she says that Leslie stole hers. And then uh, Ann goes over to Chris's room and uh, he tells her the same thing. But he actually says she came through that giant <laughs> hole in the wall. The,
1: you mean the door? Yeah. And
0: he also tells her, I threw up. And he says, I think it's in there. And he points at his, just <laughs> yeah. one of the, the drawers. The drawers, yeah. yeah, yeah. next <laughs> to his bed. And he's just like, oh my God, I want to go in there. Um at the Pawnee Chamber of Com- uh, Commerce, which actually Leslie calls it the Chamber of Secrets. obviously She does. Yeah. She does. Is it the Chamber of Secrets? Ben's like, you mean <laughs> commerce? <laughs> uh, ben is very surprised to see that Leslie has shown up because she's very, still very sick and is now starting to hallucinate. I love that because she gets dropped off in a cab and she asks Ben if he can pay how much. Or she's like, can you go pay the cabbie? And he's like, how much is the fare? And she's like... I don't know. It was in Egyptian hieroglyphics. <laughs> Do you know the exchange rate? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so Ben, though, Ben finds it insulting that Leslie doesn't trust him, but he understands why she's so passionate because, again, uh, in the last episode, the whole Parks crew said, if this doesn't work, you can fire us. So clearly they, uh, they have, you know, this is a lot more important to them. So back to Ron and Andy who are eating yet again. This is what I wanted to talk about, how Ron has a full-sized Weber grill in his office, just fucking cooking up. So it's awesome. One that he has a grill. And they're Where, talking
1: about the draft. They're talking about the Colts again. How great they are at drafting. He's okay, like, they yeah. really are. They really are. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like medium, medium. He's like a man that knows his heart. Or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like, he's
0: like, yeah, make mine, make mine medium. Or you know, I think he just says make it rare. No, I think
1: it's medium though. I think it okay. was or, medium. Yeah, yeah, make and,
0: it medium. And Raj is like a man after my heart. You know, points <laughs> at him with the the little things, whatever. Um, Run out the window. Yeah. So he also, um, he talks to Andy about his libertarian views. I think this is, I don't know if it's the first time Ron said that, but he explains to Andy a little bit more about that was. So libertarian, you're not right, you're not left, you're kind of in the middle and you're just like, nope, everyone should fucking do what they want. So
1: Well, you don't really, you. that's what the whole joke is. You really don't believe in, that government should stick their hands in anything yeah. and that's why Later on, when he's brothers, he's like, They're like, You worked for the government? He's yeah. like, he's like You know, up, he's like, up. Walk away, walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I,
0: I, I just, yeah, I love that part. And then Andy is actually starting to learn a couple things. <laughs> and he's like, Wait a minute, oh, oh religious oligarchy. And, and, and Ron's just like, Holy shit, or something like that. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> okay, so uh, we did talk about this before, but I'm going to play the clip uh, back to the hospital. We get a sort of uh, little montage of Anne trying to help Chris. Uh, and then we get another great. This is another line that apparently was improvised by Rob Lowe. It's when he looks in the mirror and says, "Stop pooping, pooping." But, and he's like sweating. But when as he's hell. also
1: laying on the floor, just like you know, and his butt's hanging out. Yeah. That just you know the cold.
0: What is he? He's just like.
1: <laughs> it really goes to show what a person is, you know. And Anne's just kind of like
0: yeah. and Anne feels way more comfortable <laughs> seeing him in this position. So
1: he just like he's useless. Yeah. yeah, I love it.
0: But he says something like, oh, those are my friends. I, yeah, yeah. the floor is my friend. The floor is my friend. Yes, the yeah, yeah, floor yeah. is my friend. So he's like, the floor is my friend. <laughs>
1: yeah, you need to get off there.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, seeing Chris as vulnerable makes Anne a lot more comfortable. All right, so uh, back to the Chamber of Commerce meeting. We see that the old guys from the spa that Tom was schmoozing are actually owners of local car dealerships and have donated a fleet of 25 vans to use for the Harvest Festival. So that's kind of what I, like, talked about before. Like, why didn't he just tell Ben this?
1: And aren't, does it, aren't they trying, um, let me, they donate 25 vans, but then aren't they still trying to get them in the next episode, or was that later on?
0: No, there's there's the one when <clears throat> the one guy screws them over. Yeah, When is that? That is for, uh, that's for when Ben and Leslie are getting, or is it the, and it might be Oh harvest. No, no,
1: that's when she's running for, she's running for, um, Congress, or, uh, Senator. City Council. Yeah, City Council. Yeah, it was to pick somebody up or something, I thought that's. Well, they,
0: yeah, there was the one guy that he's like, oh, they offered me more money, so I took it. Yeah, 10000 but I, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah it was Don obviously up, another time, okay. Yeah, Don ends up smashing into his car, yeah. so he like has to kind of give him a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, so, uh, we're back to Ron and Andy, Andy opens up to Ron how sad he is about April. Ron kind of tells him. He's just like, oh, I don't really want to get involved. But then he actually uh, breaks the news to Andy that she is at the hospital, which, uh, like, you see Andy fucking, (laughs) like, his his dust cloud, basically, because he uh, he has to get over there. Back to the Chamber of Commerce meeting. Tom gets up to the mic and does what he always does. He shamelessly self-promotes for the Snake Hole Lounge. He doesn't always promote for the Snake Hole Lounge, but, like, Again,
1: girls drink for one drink, two drinks. That can't be right. right."
0: (laughs) Can you actually see a couple people in the crowd? Like, yeah, like that's awesome. I love it when they show small things like that. One of my favorite ones is in the episode when the campaign. We talk about this all the time. When Andy is reenacting the scenes from Roadhouse, Rambo, and Babe. When he is talking about, I think it's Rambo, and they cut over and there's the one guy standing there shaking his head like, hell yeah, like he knows the story. Oh, no, you know, so just good. Donna,
1: I feel like I just did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, so, babe, is a great movie, go see
0: it if you have it. I feel like I just did. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then finally, Tom introduces Leslie, and she fucking kills it. Like, she just gets up there on the mic, and it's like she completely snaps out of this sickness, and she just... For I don't know, a minute and a half, two minutes, gives this great speech about how people. I I love how she says though that people used to come and gaze in wonderment at how fat our citizens were, and while they were in town, they would go to the harvest festival. (laughs) So it's like, do people travel to Pawnee specifically to look at fat? They
1: said it was the fattest uh, like town in America. Well, no, that's the thing. Throughout the
0: series. They're third, they're fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple of them, and I love when Tom's like, we're coming for you, Houston, you know, and Chris is like, no, we're not, like, like, clearly.
1: They have, like, another, like, was it season six where they have another, uh, when they, the apple or whatever they give over, and you don't want that apple. And she's like, no, we have a new disease here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she's
0: like, we have Lou Gehrig's (laughs) other disease. (laughs) (laughs) Or she's like, yeah, she's talking to, uh, well, one of the doppelgangers, the fake Anne.
1: Well, no, no, it's when she's talking to Christine, uh, uh, What's her oh, name? Oh, Catherine
0: Pinewood.
1: No, right no, so. um, Dax girl, a wife.
0: Oh, Kristen Bell. Yeah,
1: when she had, was the, took over for her, and oh, she's well, like... she
0: wants to give her the oranges,
1: right? Yeah, but then she was, like, talking about how they just, like, she's like, oh, this or that, we have the other one, like that. She goes, oh, it's never, it's new here, and... Yeah, but it
0: money. is, yeah, it's Lou Gary's other disease. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, that too, when she, the apples, she's like, oh, and they're so fresh... I took a bite and a worm came out of one. And she's like, wait, no, no, no that's not me. It's the other girl's worm fucking of yeah. like crystal. Oranges. Yeah, yeah.
1: Those are not worms.
0: I love Eagleton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so.
1: They buy H for the whole entire town. Oh, and they
0: use bottled water, water for their pools?
1: <laughs> how much time how'd you that like it to
0: takes? be that guy pouring the bottled waters in there good lord
1: dude um, I don't think you could fill it up in 8 hours of a day oh
0: like, my god no like, you can't even fill how, a regular pool with a hose in 8 a lot of pools well, well like, how,
1: like and how big is the pool too you know yeah. what I mean Like,
0: well every, every pool I think they say <laughs> well like, no but I'm
1: like like, how big are these pools yeah, you know, it's oh, insane bottled so, water
0: alright so we're back to the hospital oh I'm, I am gotta go back to that real quick the HBO thing remember uh, Leslie's She's like, how are you guys going to justify buying free TV for everyone? And she's like, it's "It's not not
1: TV. TV. It's It's HBO. HBO.
0: (laughs) So good. Uh, (laughs) Back to the hospital. Ann counts down the last few minutes of her shift and then goes off on April. She basically, yeah, she literally walks in. She's like, three, two, Two, one. one. What the the fuck fuck is your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's great. And Anne, or April just smiles. Well, she's
1: like, whoa, I thought you weren't going to do that. Yeah,
0: she's like, I thought you weren't going to get mad because Anne was kind of trying to be all high and mighty. And I think now April's like, hell yeah, I got her to, you know. So she, uh, you know, Anne tells her. You can blame me all you want for kissing Andy, but it's not his fault. And, you know, she's... I mean, Andy kissed back for maybe a second, but then I think he yeah. was just like, yeah, I
1: need... I, he was overwhelmed, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I like uh, April says, right when she ro- slams the door, she goes, I think that's the most I've ever
0: liked, Anne. Yeah. <laughs> it is awesome. Their, their <laughs> friendship, frenemy, whatever is incredible. And I think my favorite thing with them is the episode, The Possum, when April is uh, house-sitting for her. And Anne, in the beginning, is given a little talking head about it. She's like, yeah, April and I have always been a little distant. There's, you know, I don't know what it is, but I really think, and then it cuts to April, and she's like, I don't like Anne. And then it cuts <laughs> right back to Anne, and she's like, I think we're going to be friends sometime. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. So, all right. Uh, so, Leslie finishes up her speech to a huge applause. Ben compares it to A flu ridden Michael Jordan Jordan at the 97 finals. And he does a couple other ones. And then he's like, no, you know what? That's Leslie Nope." So then she immediately reverts back to crazy, sick, seeing things, Leslie, because this guy raises his hand and asks about taxes. And she, I forgot what she says to him, but she's like, she can't even see where the guy is. Uh, then so then uh, Scott,
1: ba- Scott Batchelor, yeah, no, well, no, uh, Ben
0: says he's going to take over and she's like, ladies and gentlemen, Scott so Bakula <laughs> from Quantum Leap, right? From Quantum <laughs> Leaf, Yeah. And I have to point this out. I put this on uh, the Parks Rec memes page. I don't know if anyone saw that, but this guy who stands up and asks this question, all right, now you're going to have to try to do a little research here in the episode season 4 episode 9 Ben and Leslie so this or no I'm sorry the trial of Leslie nope so this is the the episode after her and Ben finally like become a couple for good. There's a part where Ben is kind of like talking to Leslie in the, the court chambers and he's like just remember I'm gonna be on the other side of that wall. So if you look over at that and he points to this picture of a dude, who is, they call him Old Stoneface, because Leslie's like, he was working in a rock quarry and his face blew up or whatever. (laughs) That dude looks exactly like this guy. Like, go on the Instagram and check it out. Go on the Parks Rec memes one. But anyway, I just, I thought that was really like, oh my God, like, did they model him after this? Has nothing to do with the episode, but you know. Okay, Uh, so uh, we're back at the hospital. Ben brings Leslie some waffles from JJ's and some homemade chicken soup. She immediately goes for the waffles, of course. Uh, He tells her that 110 local businesses signed up to help. 112. Was that 110? 110, I think, yeah. Uh, Either way, uh, they only needed 80, so they're well over. Leslie gives Ben a nice uh, smile, and then I just love that as he's walking out, the whole, like, uh, don't, Forget there's the yeah he's
1: just looking back to see if she she just goes right after the waffles yeah, she's that, like... she didn't care at all about the
0: homemade soup yeah I... it's like and it's like a family recipe yeah you know, he's, he's just like he's like just yeah
1: she just literally throws it yeah. to the side
0: but it's funny to, it's cute because she's smiling she knows that's what he's doing but she's like I think she's per- she would eat the waffles first anyway but I love that she's like kind of like making him sweat like yeah I'll eat your soup when I get to it yeah so then. We cut over to April's room, Andy visits uh, her, she's sleeping obviously, telling her that he's not going to leave her side, but then after like five seconds, he's like, "Uh, you might be sleeping for quite a while, so he just gets up, kisses her on the forehead, and he's like, it's all gross, gross because she's sweaty, sweaty. yeah, Um, and then uh, as as he leaves though, we see that she she was awake, yeah, she smiles, so she was awake the whole time, so, alright, so that's the episode, and then we just have the tag at the end. We see Chris being discharged from the hospital. He says he got a call from his bosses and that they have a new assignment elsewhere. But then Ben's like, well, you know, maybe we should stick around here actually and just kind of ride out this Harvest Fest thing. And Chris immediately just kind of points at him like, yeah, like I like what you're saying. We should do that. So they are going to stay a bit longer, obviously. Uh, In season four, Chris will go back to Indianapolis for a little while, but he still, you know, he remains in the show. Ben stays in Pawnee and then, uh, these two, well, Ben will finish off the show. He, he'll stay, and then Chris will leave in season six. But,
1: but does come back for the
0: pandemic episode yes. that was later
1: on. Yep, and which was
0: oh, actually, well, he come. They come back for the series. Yes, last, yes, the you're right. Yes, too. for
1: that quick, which I wish was more. But hey, mm-hmm. better than nothing. I bet you they regret we leaving the show because well, who would have she... thought? Who would have thought it was going to end so fast after that? You know, and, you
0: know, and yeah. the thing is too. What Rashida Jones went to do, which I'm pretty sure it was this show called Angie Tribeca, which was, like, a hardcore, like, naked gun-type show. Just, it was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. It was very funny, but it was, like, short-lived, and it's like, uh, Of course it it's was. It's like, you know what, though? Remember look still, at, though, uh, even Look at she... what's-her-name,
1: Maggie, from uh, Walking Dead. Nobody wanted to see her on anything else. Her yeah. show bombed and, right away. And then now Came she's right back, back You know, and, and, and her character sucks. Sucks and so bad. Did you
0: watch the Walking Dead show, the Negan one, or the...
1: I watched the episode that Mike wanted me to watch yeah. and it took me everything not to turn it off because I just don't <laughs> give a shit about their, like Negan was so good when he was the villain and then he just more and more just turned into this character you didn't care about. Then mm. they bring Maggie back and she's all of a sudden like
0: back to, I like, have to kill this Robo cop, yeah.
1: like meets somebody like she's just this badass that like can't be taken out. It's ridiculous. See, I,
0: to me, and not to sidetrack uh walking dead, but like. They apparently solved this kind of shit in the show, so where it was times. just like, okay, like we'll agree not to kill each other, and then now it's like, you need that animosity yeah. back, so it's just her like, Negan, you're yeah. gonna kill me, you know, and him just like, whoa, I'll this bitch is...
1: When Rick left, the show ended. <clears throat> that was my thing. To me, I, I'll say it and say it. I'll watch Rick and Michonne show all day long, give it a shot,
0: but... I'll probably watch the just... Daryl one, too, but this... Yeah, the 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 uh, Negan and Maggie one was only six episodes. But got, but I, I thought, two. I swear it got
1: rewarded for another one. It probably did. AMC, <laughs> AMC.
0: All it's right. all, it's all they got. <laughs> yeah. It's their show. All righty, so uh, that is the episode on IMDb. This uh, this episode is sitting at an eight point nine. That is very high. This episode is uh, considered by many people as one of the best episodes of Parks and Rec. I agree. I think it's a very good one, Rob. Uh, What are your thoughts on this episode? What did you like about it? Anything you didn't like? Favorite parts? No,
1: it's a great episode. You know, uh, no. I, uh, favorite parts, probably the Chris Pratt and, uh, uh, I keep saying Chris Pratt. Andy Andy. Dwyer and uh, Ron Swanson is probably the best part of this. Just their whole, Yeah, Yeah, just hanging out. You know, meeting each other really kind of for the first time, in my opinion, hanging out with each other,
0: and and also Ron saying too, he's like, there's not a lot of men in this office. He's like, even the men, like, you know, he's like, he's like, I like hanging out with Andy because there's not a lot of men in this office, and I'm talking about, the, you know, he's talking about Tom and Jerry, obviously, and then maybe even Ben, I and guess. The the
1: end when uh, Ben and uh, Chris, you know, they do that whole thing with them because they were a great add-on to the show and to stay on the show as long as they both did. Because, I mean, wow, Chris.
0: <laughs> well, f- getting, getting Rob Lowe is like, holy shit. The and way, the just how his character stayed. was, yep.
1: how his character was, was just absolutely hysterical. Never got old, you know, never got old. And Ben just got better as it yep. went on.
0: Uh Great stuff. A lot um, of us actors did. Yeah, uh, same thing. I mean, like uh, as far as my thoughts, great episode. Ron, Ron and Andy pairings are all are always great because you don't get them that often. Like uh, later on in season six or five, when Andy breaks his tooth, remember, and Ron asked, and he's like trying to eat peanut brittle, and Andy just like when he
1: asks him about the predator when he asks him when he's upside down he asks him if you like the, the whole, if you use mud, like red mud or brown mud, would it still be able to be camouflaged?
0: That's so funny oh too, God, because it's like, hard. I forgot about that reference. I remember the <laughs> other predator reference when they're going hunting and Tom thinks the predator's hunting them. And Don is like, is he out there now? Like this is, yeah. Cause when her car got shot, that's what Tom's. My, the, baby. Yeah, Tom thinks my the, baby. Tom thinks the predator's hunting them. So, um, yeah, I, I love that. Speaking of Tom, like he is doing his usual self-promoting bullshit, but in this episode, it actually works out. And um, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then, yeah, just seeing Chris actually in kind of a shit state is something we don't get to see often. Um, kind of nice, actually, to see him as a human. And then again, two of the best improvs in probably the entire series. The whole thing about uh, the network connectivity problem and uh, stop pooping. All right. So, uh, what's, what's really funny, actually, when I, uh, got over here to record with Rob, he was like, yeah, I watched the episodes. And I'm like, what episodes? And he's like, well, the two flu seasons. It's like, I don't remember telling him that (laughs) to watch the second one, but, um, what do you, what do you think about this one? Like compared to that one,
1: this one just is, is a lot funnier. Um, the second one has an extended version that comes with the DVDs where that was 27 minutes. It's great, but it's just not as good as the first one. You know, you got um, Ben Drunk, you know, Walking oh, with Ron. Actually, that one's really good. It though. is, you know, and it's, it's a hilarious episode. Don't get me wrong, but if you're comparing the two episodes together, yeah. first one, just, it's the, just the, way better with like just everything we just talked too, about. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> yes. And Ron
0: Dunn. Who is uh, one of the greatest, the, the doppelganger, obviously, uh, Sam Elliott.
1: Oh, no, they yeah, just like, you know, when they're in there and he's all drunk and he's talking about his spirit animal, you know.
0: He's... I love in season seven, the last time they show Ron Dunn when they're sitting at the bar and he just pops up and Ro- he's like in the middle of talking yeah, and Ron's yeah. just like, I hate, hate him so much. Like, he's just, I love so you, brother. He's
1: always so happy.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so that is going to wrap up this episode, Rob. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I'm sure I'll have you back.
1: It was a pleasure.
0: Yeah. This was a, this was a lot of fun, actually having someone to riff with uh, so I don't have to just talk to myself for like 45 minutes every week. So good <laughs> stuff. Um, if you'd like to contact the show, citizendepawney at gmail.com is how you can do that. You can also like and follow on Instagram at podcast and at Parks Rec Memes. Next week, I'm going to be covering season three, episode three, Time Capsule. Thank you for listening to Citizen of Pawnee, Parks and Recreation podcast. My name is Brian and I'll see you next Tuesday. When Donna presents her version of The Last Supper, Greg Kinnear is